Ladies and gentlemen, sit down, grab some snacks, and get ready to have your mind blown because you're watching the ups and downs of Nicolas Cage. Hello and welcome back to the ups and downs of Nicolas Cage and welcome back to Into the Cage where it's not just me talking, there's someone else. Uh, today I am joined by not one but two special guests on this episode of Into the Cage. All the way over in the great uh, UK, we have Xander and David from the Filmian podcast. Xander, David, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, anytime. Now, Xander, you have been on this podcast before. Uh, we talked about Mandy way back when. And yes. um, I have been on your podcast twice. Um, I believe it was for Wicker Man and Ghost Rider. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Top tier episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and so it seems only fitting that since uh, two bad movies I watched on yours, that we can continue <laughs> the trend of watching something good on my podcast. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's next time we should do a face off. Yes. <laughs> All right. So today um, we are talking about the newest thing that Nicolas Cage has brought to offer. It's not a movie at all. It's a very rare TV appearance for him. He is in a limited series documentary called The History of Swear Words on Netflix. And I got to say, I really liked this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, me and my flatmate got through this whole thing in an afternoon because we watched one and was like, okay, we'll watch another one later on. And we just we just binged the whole thing. It was It's really yeah. interesting. This is a six-episode limited series on Netflix and Nicolas Cage, he is just the host of it. And he takes us on a, uh etymology course... Um, back with for six specific swear words, and I'm just gonna say them right now. It's fuck, shit, bitch, dick, pussy, damn. Are the Logan, words you can't bother with that mouth? <laughs> That's the most I've ever sworn. He went on an absolute like rampage with that one, and he told us we we should be good on this. God, honestly, yeah. I'm gonna limit my swearing first two minutes. Swear word. Granted, he was naming the episodes, but you oh, know yeah, what? Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I have just a basic question: How often would you two say that you swear on an everyday basis? At least three times a second. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a fairly regular occurrence. I didn't want to lean too heavily into the stereotype that the British people swear a lot. Um, that's oh, yeah. I didn't want to assume anything. You realize on our podcast, we we lean into all of the American stereotypes for you. You that's, can lean into as do, many as you do. want. With all that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so. <laughs> A bit more about the episodes. Nicolas Cage will sort of be the host, and there will be a series of guests, mostly comedians or experts on um, words in general, and they take us back to the origins of the swear word and how its uses has changed over time into the swear words we know. 
And I'd like to know, um, what was each of yours favorite episodes? Ooh. Hey, David, you take this one first. Oh, so my favorite, I've, I've got two favorite episodes. Uh, my favorite one was Dick. Uh, for literally one, like, line. And it was uh, when Nicholas Cage was just, like, saying, it's a shame they're not called Nicks. Like, mm-hmm. the idea of that just made me piss myself laughing. <laughs> the fact like you just look down or like you, you're trying to insult somebody oh you're a massive nick at you <laughs> <laughs> the idea of that just i couldn't stop laughing at it um the, the idea then, that every penis is replaced by nicholas cage's face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the tip though just the tip it's, it's got so it. <laughs> um that was a good episode i think um, I think a really interesting one for me was the last one, which was Dam, because you sort of see throughout the the series that, you know, these swear words sort of, especially they go into this a lot more with shit, uh, that sort of has taken a turn into almost becoming an everyday word now. And it it's yeah, really yeah. interesting to see how Dam was, began as a swear word and now is just a normal word that everyone uses every day. Like it, it, that showed the whole life cycle of a swear word, and it was interesting to go from these these really like sweary swear words, like starting with the worst one of all, and then ending it with "damn" was like, okay. At first, I thought this is a bit of an anticlimax, but then it sort of went into it and said, like, yeah, yeah. all these swear words are going to just end up like this eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to see them talk about these and how tame they were at first, and how they just refer to random things and when when they talk about other profanities and curses that were in the past that just completely faded out it's it's interesting to think about the ones that are so prominently featured today that in our lifetimes possibly they could just be completely normalized yeah i think uh, the most interesting thing that was brought up was in that episode, they mentioned that uh, they feel like that is the full life cycle of a swear word. And in like a century's time or something, even like fuck will become a much less prominent, like actual offensive swear word. People will just start using that as their actual normal vocabulary. Because like, damn, it, I didn't even realize it was a swear word until I was like 10 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. and wow. like i still use it for god knows how long since before that it's basically since i could speak because i heard it so much and it just didn't seem like a bad word and obviously fuck has always been one of those words where you're just not allowed to say but yeah. in mm-hmm. a few decades time it's going to become a lot more like culturally appropriate and like allowed amongst people i can't i can't wait to live in a world where any pixar film can say fuck that's going to be amazing yeah Yeah, that'll be that'll be the peak of uh, cinematography I believe (laughs) the peak of Disney is when they finally get Mickey Mouse to scream fuck (laughs) so oh fuck (laughs) Uh Uh this is good shit goofy Uh (laughs) oh fuck me we're so sorry we're so sorry (laughs) you know it's not the worst that could happen (laughs) but it's definitely not the best okay um (laughs) 
so I'll talk. We'll talk briefly about um, the episodes. And like, obviously, an hour and twenty minutes. We don't have time to go into each episode in depth, but I'll talk briefly about them. Some interesting things I found from them. Um, we'll start with the first one, which is quite simply just fuck. Um, this is my favorite episode, I believe. Mostly just because it starts off with Nicolas Cage um, screaming at the top of his lungs with his arms open at the sky, just yelling, fuck. It's pretty glorious. Yeah. It's a pre- That's a, the one clip that I saw advertising this entire show, and that's what sold me on watching it. <laughs> I just saw him stand up, raise his arms out, and scream it. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I feel like. This is the perfect thing for Nicolas Cage to do. This is the perfect project for him. Because uh, his two most recent films, uh, Jiu-Jitsu and The Croods 2. I haven't seen The Croods 2, but I saw Jiu-Jitsu, and it's horrible. And oh man, I, I heard your review of that and it was so funny. It was so funny. You were so angry. You were was. so angry. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, um, but like, this is the most absurd, like just out there. Like he's on a very long leash, but doesn't go too far with it. Like this is a role made for him is being the yeah. historian of swear words. Yeah, I completely agree. His um, like his catalog of films have have basically. I said this to Xander at one point as well. Like it's been leading up to this role, especially the last few movies. Because I watched um, I watched Color Out of Space the other day, mm-hmm. and the amount of times that he swears in that is a lot. I imagine he swears a lot in Jujitsu. He swears a hell of a lot in Mandy. Uh, mom and dad as well. He's doing it constantly. Yeah, he's swearing yeah. a lot in mom and dad. Yeah, like, he, he swears so much in all of his movies, well, they, and they even, like, use some of the clips throughout this entire show. I know in the um, in the bitch one, they use a clip from... From uh, Face Off. What's it called? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, from Face Off, where he just screams, Fly, bitch, fly! Well, there's... Just, in, in the first episode, they even show a, a... Like, a percentage meter of how often of all the swear words, he says the F word. And yeah. it's like 71% of the time he's mm-hmm. saying that. It's like, oh my yeah. God. Like, chill out, mate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, one thing I did find interesting in that episode was the uh, the the foot counter. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. like had a list of the top five actors who said, said the F word the most times. And at the top of the list was Jonah Hill. And like Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio was on there as well. And I was thinking the only reason those two are on there is because of the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like the only reason those two are on there is because of that. I think that movie has the most um, F-bombs of any movie. I think that was... Crazy. From what I remember, I think the like fact was like over 300. Mm-hmm. which would not surprise me at all. Oh, Jesus. So 506 times, an average of 2.81 times per minute. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's just too much. That's a lot. Like, even you don't swear that much, Dick. <laughs> I don't say that that much. I probably no. swear that much. But just not that one specific word. 
Right. Yeah, you're you're a bit more uh, creative with your swears, aren't you, David? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not really. But actually, the film with the most swears is Swen the movie. I don't think that's real. Yeah. It's a Canadian comedy film directed by Warren P. Sonoda, and the tagline is, because people fucking swear. All right, well, it's Canadian. That doesn't really count. (laughs) We don't really count that as a movie, do we? Well, what do you expect? They're a Canadian. Um... (laughs) All right, we're going to make fun of every country on this podcast. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say fuck Canada, but we just said fuck Canada. Yeah, we I was did. Yeah. I was trying to think of a French joke. I was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I was thinking was from the South Park, where he was like, fuck Canada. I, I, had a, I had a history teacher who had a French joke, and it only really makes sense if you know a lot about uh, French naval history. It's um, why does the new French, milita- or French Navy have glass-bottom boats so they can see the old French Navy. Because apparently they had a bad Navy. And good, good God. It's, it's very oh, specific. It's, it's hyper-specific. Jeez. He would like to tell a lot. Anyway, back to the um, thing we're talking about. Um, so the next episode is shit. And it... This one is very interesting, I think, because there are so many uh, words to use for defecation. You could use poop, you could use crap, you could use dung. And it was interesting just to hear why shit specifically um, became so prominent. Yeah. Yeah. This was the episode where they did that experiment as well, wasn't it? About the pain. Mm-hmm. Saying that if you yeah. like, if you if you swear while you're in pain, your pain receptors are, are higher, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, you can, like you can you can, you can be longer. in pain for fifty percent longer if you're swearing. Yeah, that's so Which interesting, fascinating. Yeah, like this this entire show brings up so many fascinating facts. Like like what you were saying before with the damn episode, like with the um. Uh, what's it called like censorship and everything like that in this they talk about like pain and how long you can last and in so many others they talk about like the cultural impact as well of like what you can say and they're talking about in this one that shit is starting to become much more like allowed in like casual vocabulary because it's yeah. so close to crap mm-hmm. and damn and crap are basically brothers like that shit is the closest to becoming like that next. Yeah. And it, it was definitely interesting because I, I do remember in, um, Madagascar, the movie, um, there's one scene, there is a point. There's one scene where there's a zebra running on a beach and he yells sugar, honey, iced tea. Yeah. And I remember that. that yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing. And I didn't realize until so much later that was an anagram for shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that for so long. Like, there's a song that I love by a band that, like, called Sugar Honey Ice Say. And I thought, like, I was wondering why the hell would you call a song that until I watched that episode? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I've just realized it's an anagram. I mean, I hate to break this to you guys, but you guys are idiots. Like, I've known this for years. Like as, a, as a kid, well, I'd yeah, say, I oh, sugar, you... honey, I see. You'd say, as a kid, instead of saying shit, you'd say, oh, sugar, 
Like that's it's the starting of no, it. Anyway. I just said shit. I just said shit. <laughs> You're just a bad boy, David. You're I, just I, a bad boy. I, yeah. I, I said none of it. My parents didn't like me swearing <laughs> as a kid. My school was very anti-swearing. I was very um, controlled. Oh as yeah, a child. same. I still said it. you're you're a bad person than we are yeah i don't think there's much doubt about that i've just like had a flashback like this is completely unrelated uh basically during like primary school i at one point uh you know we will rock you by queen Mm -hmm. yeah we were playing dodgeball and for some reason i decided to shout across the entire like yard we will we will fuck you there's like a how old was i I was in like year year three at the time so i was very very young (laughs) probably should have been saying that but you know what it's it's not affecting me as an adult it's fine swear all you want kids Hmm. That's that's the real message to take away from this. <laughs> that's the message of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that that is actually. And um, <laughs> so in this episode is one of my favorite running jokes. Um, the actor uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., who yes. was uh, he famously played Clay Davis on HBO's The <laughs> oh, Wire. And on that, he says shit. He says, like, she. He says it really long. <laughs> and there was a joke that, like, he was um, doing the world record and just cut to him at random points of the episode, just still saying it, still yeah, holding it like out. 22 minutes-ish later. He'd be, like, walking around in the back and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I think the funniest bit was when he was, like, doing the pain test, though, mm-hmm. and he was still doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He had his hand in the water, so it was like... Eeeh. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Like, so the running jokes in this entire series are so damn good. Mm-hmm. But I also think like this show is completely elevated by the like interviewees, mm-hmm. like Nick Offman and Sarah Silverman, especially Sarah Silverman for me. Like she was so funny. Yeah, I was yeah. Dying of laughter whenever she was like, talking. There, were, there are some of the comedians I've never actually heard of before, oh, and I yeah. thought they were like really funny. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I could, I could see myself like if if I saw a clip of them on YouTube, I'd definitely check it out now. Oh yeah, like I've, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but Nikki Glaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she was really funny. Yeah, especially in this. Yeah, they do a really good job of bouncing between the jokes and the actual facts, and like with the comedians yeah. and with the actual experts they use. They did a really good job of balancing that, and it didn't feel too funny for the sake of being funny or too smart for its own good. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, it it yeah. felt like it was quite tongue-in-cheek, and it didn't feel like it was too serious, but also not trying to be funny. Like, it it felt naturally funny. And, like, which I, is think, quite nice. I think I speak for all of us when I say the experts, the, 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 the experts they got on to talk about how their degrees are in swearing, mm-hmm. they were adorable. Especially yeah. the like the little one who was saying she she like always sounded like she was about to cry. <laughs> yeah, like, she's she's someone's mom. That's someone's mom, and she's like sat there just giggling at saying like getting to say fuck on camera and stuff like that and talking about the origins of it. It's like it's so yeah. adorable. <laughs> I do agree with that. 
I think um, I don't I can't remember his name, but uh, like the professor who was talking about like I think it was in the shit episode they were talking about the um like parental advisory thing for music yes. and everything. Like all like this is what I mean by the like or actual other connotations of swearing and stuff like that. It's delved way more into in the pussy and bitch episodes with how like derogatory they those like terms can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so damn interesting to like because when you use those words, you're not thinking about it. I you're not thinking about like how to degrade a woman just to specifically say this word. You're just saying yeah. the word. But yeah. when you think about the past and the possible future of the words, it's genuinely fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like yeah, like when I was growing up, um, I would say privately to my friends like "bitch" and like <laughs> I, I never thought about the negative connotations towards women. It was just a thing you said. I could just imagine you going up to your friends in the schoolyard, looking around like to make sure there's no te- teachers nearby, and then just whispering "bitch" and then giggling off, <laughs> like you just run off giggling. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much like that. That's all I can imagine right now. (laughs) I was very adorable as a child. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of bitch, uh, that's the next episode. Um, Bitch. (laughs) Yeah, we learn about bitch, how it was originally used as a term for a female dog. And then eventually grew to describe women in a negative way. And then eventually, it's just a thing you say now. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing is um, at the start of the episode, like when Nick was hosting it, he was like really dodging the word mm-hmm. and like just trying not to say it. And I'm pretty sure it was one of his lowest said swear words in the um, like in his roster. Yeah. Because he just doesn't like using the word, the term clearly, so he obviously thinks about it so much, yeah, mm-hmm. and like doesn't want to ever, you know, use it against anybody to like just degradate them and make them feel shit about themselves or make them feel feminine or anything like that. And I think that's what's really, really interesting, especially when the um, the professor, I think her name was Morelli Miller Young or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she was talking about it, like it's so interesting to hear about that kind of thing, and hear about the history of it from like the female perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, we're all dudes. We don't. Yeah. We don't really have a word or a thing that you can say to us that really like knocks us down. Really, like just insults yeah, yeah, who we are. That really gets to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's not really that kind of thing, and that's really what sucks. The fact that, like, men seem to have the, like, annoyance of having to find this word to derogate women, and men are just like, ah, oh, you dick, and just like, ah, oh, yeah, cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there was a video I watched... That's it. There was a video I watched a while ago where it was um, trying to find the C word, but for men... And it was like them going through all of this stuff, trying to find out what's like the most insulting thing you can say to men. <laughs> and at the end, they decided it was just poisoning their sandwich. Was <laughs> <laughs> That is true, though. Like we, do, we're not, like, especially like a bit, especially British people as well. When it comes to, like the c word, even British women, completely fine with the word. 
They're not yeah. bothered. We we were we didn't check the episode titles before the uh, me and my flatmate uh, we we didn't check the episode titles before the episodes came on so we were fingers like we were sat there praying that the last episode was going to be like come on c word c word c word c word because <laughs> like, we, we were like really interested to see we were really we were really hoping to see all these American people say it so many times because I knew because I know that like in America it's a big thing like they hate that word mm-hmm. don't they yeah. Yeah. I know where uh, Nikki Glacier did, like, she was the only person to say it yeah, in the entire show. Like, I would never call my dog a bitch. Don't say it, David. She, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Don't <anyway>. say it. <laughs> that <laughs> might be a bit too far. Because <laughs> even I bleep that word out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? I say it too much. There's no reason to bleep it out anymore. <laughs> it's just too much work, Xander. Next, we have uh, an- another one of my favourites. Uh, Dick, and um, <laughs> uh, you like Dick, do you? Oh, boom, I'm not, baby! I'm not fine for that. I'm not. Boom. Um, uh, I had to. I had to. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and he says, he says with a tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> I will try that one, Logan. <laughs> and um. So this is another one of uh, my favorite episodes, uh, and I do have a bit of personal connection. Uh, my middle name is Richard, and it was I would not I was not often called Richard. My dad would call to me. He just said like, "Hey, Richard, get over here," and then one of my friends heard it and he called me Dick for a few months oh, <laughs> because no. of that. Um, See, that's always been a thing with my name. My my name, my full name is Alexander, but I, I've always had it shortened to Xander. So when people find out that my actual name is Alexander, they then begin to call me Alex, and that gets mm. on my nerves so much. <laughs> and so people Why find out, like, like oh, do you want a woman to call me? Call you Alex? Okay, Alex. And I'm like, no, no, seriously, please don't do that. I'm like, okay, Alex. I'm like, oh my, kill me, just kill me. Just kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um. I this was one of this episode though was probably my favorite Nick Cage episode mm-hmm. because simply for the way he said the word dick he and had was, some enthusiasm about dick yeah it was like dick <laughs> he, he really he really got the uh, emphasis on the ck at the end and it was yeah. just I just I just really appreciate it it was a really good performance from him in this in this specific episode I thought mm-hmm. yeah and my favorite moment of, one of my favorites was when he was saying, like, why do we draw it on the walls? Why did I draw this? And he just shows an image of, like, the most detailed drawing of a deck yeah, we- there is. <laughs> we were sat there, we're like, oh, wow, that, that's a that's a cork of that. Bloody hell. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good dick. What's up, Nick? I, f- I don't know if it's in this episode or the next, but there's, like, there's one specific clip that I absolutely love from the entire show. And it's just like Nicholas Cage was saying, these are the questions I asked myself at night. And <laughs> my, my immediate thought was, yeah, I can imagine Nicholas Cage sitting there looking up at the ceiling and just asking himself those questions, not like in his head, just sp- like screaming them out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's like screaming at his ceiling. You know what's just really like, disappointing? Why? <laughs> you know what's really disappointing is the fact that Nick Cage is probably not as weird as we hope he is. Yeah, I, I try yeah, not to think about that. Yeah, but we can always that. think about it. There's always hope. He's probably the most normal person ever. 
Yeah. But we hear about, like, we hear these stupid stories about, like, the stuff that he buys and we see him, we see his movies and we're just like, that must be the strangest man of all time. And I love him. Yeah, and it's it, it's hard not to think of him that way because apparently there is a story where he went on a real-life version of National Treasure and tried to find the Holy Grail using, like, clues <laughs> and, like, a mask. Yeah, he legitimately went on that. And you, you, you hear that stuff and, you like, there's no possible way he could. But then, like, it creeps in, like, he must be at least somewhat normal. It's It's tough. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. what a guy. See, I've, like, there's there's certain stories though, like for Nicolas Cage. Like, there was one that came out recently when um he was interviewed by Marilyn Manson about how when he like he's not gambled for I think it was like twenty odd years because the last time he gambled he like won a load of money and instead of like spending it all he went to an orphanage like nearby and just gave all the money to the orphanage. Oh wow! And like that was really sweet. But at the same time, I can't imagine Nicolas Cage doing that. I can only imagine Nicolas Cage doing that, like getting all that money, going to the nearest museum and buying the closest skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. That's all I think of. Yeah, and like in 2005, whatever, before he like lost all his money, he um, was like one of the richest men in Hollywood and was considered one of the most chari- charitable men in Hollywood because he donated like hundreds of thousands to the uh, Hurricane Katrina relief in New Orleans, yeah. which he's obsessed with for some reason. He's he's an enigma for sure. That's why this podcast <laughs> exists. <laughs> and we he's appreciate so you for doing this. Yeah. Honestly, my entire idea for the filming podcast originally was, like, when Xander asked me to do a podcast was, can we do a Nicolas Cage podcast? <laughs> that was my first response. <laughs> and I'm glad somebody took the helm at least. Yeah, I... we were just cowards. Yeah, <laughs> we we thought, well, why don't we? Why don't we do just normal movies every now and then? Talk about a Nick Cage movie. Now you've dedicated your life. Mm-hmm. I respect. It's it's a uh, it's a task not many can do, and sometimes it's a it's an honor, sometimes it's a burden. But regardless, <laughs> it's what I do. Yes. So after uh, Dick. We have on the opposite side, pussy, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever said that word before. It's my my, my flatmate said she was like I said I said you, do you say this word often? She was like no, not really. And I said go on, say it now. And she like could barely bring herself to say it. She's like she <laughs> like this word seems to be like it's not really used much over here. Um, but like, I only ever use it when I'm quoting movies and yeah. stuff like that. So like from Paul, like, you know, that don't movie be a pussy. Like, hey, don't be a pussy. Like that, 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 that's the only time I ever use it. Like <laughs> I don't ever use that word other than that. Honestly, same. Like, it's just one of those, like, it's just not a part of my vocabulary. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, it might be to do with the fact that I only grew up with a mum. So like, I always just thought of that as like a, a complete no. Like, there's no reason to ever say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I, can ne- I can't I can remember the last time I genuinely called someone, like, a pussy. I always just, like, even when I'm talking about myself, when I'm, like, talking about how the fact that I cried at a film, like, I call myself a little bitch. I don't say I was a pussy. No. Yeah. It just it doesn't feel right. No. I don't know why, though. It, it That's 
that's why this show is so interesting. Like, you just don't think about certain words, and then when it's actually brought up and talked about in context, it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. It was it was really interesting um, talking about this one compared to bits because both of them are words that like can be insults like about women with like women focused as the center part, but like that one. Like, they're both very different, and, like, this one seems, like, much less used. It, it was interesting to see the comparisons between the two of those. Mm. Right, uh, I think it might have actually been this one that um, the, these are the questions I asked myself and I was in. I'm sure it was this one. Yeah, he was, I think, talking about whether or not, like, the universe is one giant pussy and whether or not it will explode like a supernova <laughs> yeah. or implode yeah. on itself. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember this. It was that, it was that. It I was trying to remember because I watched that like episode the first day it came out. I was just trying my hardest to remember the exact quote. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> All right. And uh, with that, it brings us to the final episode, which is quite simply just damn. Damn. I appreciate that they used that clip from Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I was expecting it. I saw, the, I saw the episode title. I was like, they have to use the clip from Friday. Yeah. But yeah. this one was the most interesting. Like, yeah. It might not have been the, the best episode, but it was definitely the most interesting to me because of like the talk about censorship. Like when they were talking about the story of Gone with the Wind and how yeah. the director either like at, like just had a full debate with the like with Hayes or just paid him five grand and bribed him. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that think- entire thing is so interesting. One of my favorite things about this episode was the comedians or, or the panelists' initial reactions to it. They were like, "Why? Why is damn on this list? Like, that's yeah. that's not a swear word. What? What even is this? Like, they, this is not a swear word. I use this in my everyday language, and it was just interesting to go back then with the experts and through Nick Cage and say like, what, what the actual history of it was. Yeah, I think my favorite part of it though, like with the panelists, was um like. This isn't a swear word, but my kid's not allowed to say it. Like, it's yes, still considered yes. a swear word. Like, no matter what, you don't consider it a swear word, but if you're still not allowing your kids to say it, it's, so, it's still somewhat a bad word because obviously it's a biblical word. Mm-hmm. And it means, like, to damn someone to hell. Like, that's the original connotation of it. Yeah. But nowadays, when you say it, you don't say it in that context. You just say, ah, oh, damn it, because you stubbed your toe or something like that, or you dropped something. Yeah, damn is unique in the fact that, like, they talk, like, it came from the Bible. It's, like, the only one specifically in the Bible. And they talked about how eventually they will become normalized or just, like, so not raunchy anymore that there's, like, they're not swear words anymore. And, like, this is the, like, biggest example of it having gone the full cycle. Like, it used to be one of the worst things you could say. And now it's, like in every damn sentence. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I saw what you did there. Yeah, it's clever. Very I was good. just thinking Very as smart. well. Then, like, it's in Planet of the Apes as well, from back in the fifties. Yeah, was it mm-hmm. one? And he's like, "Damn you, all the hell!" And I was like, "Oh man, back then that would have been like, oh that my god, he's swearing, he's really losing oh, his yeah, mind." Like, Gone with the Wind. That was revolutionary because that was the first ever time a movie ever said anything. Like that. that's why that clip yeah. is so damn famous. Like I, I've just realized I said it and I didn't even realize I was saying it. Yeah. <sighs> I was about to say it again. I stopped myself. But yeah, like 
yeah. the, the whole story of Gone with the Wind is so damn interesting. And Stop it! I don't mean to say it. It's a part of my vocabulary. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. It's so normalized. Yeah. We just say it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it is literally a part of my voc- my daily vocabulary. Like whenever I'm in work, I say that to customers, and I'm fine saying it to customers. I I try not to swear in front of a customer, but I'll say damn as much as I want because I don't consider it a swear word. <laughs> but like with what I was thinking about after hearing the whole Hayes Code thing, like if Gone with the Wind hadn't been able to say that censorship might not be what it is today it might be even worse and even more restricting restrictive because breaking bad although over here it's rated as an 18 it's still only allowed one fuck per season yeah or like every single mcu film is also technically allowed to say it once but they don't because it's Disney. But they don't because it's Disney. That's a different thing. But like Sarah Silverman was talking about how um, in School of Rock the director kept on saying, we're allowed one fuck. And her idea was, don't say it throughout the entire movie and wait until the end credit scene, get the entire cast to just scream it at once. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would have loved that so much. <laughs> just to see all those kids randomly scream that, that would have been really funny to me. I don't That'd know why, kind of but it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to hearing Jack Black say it, but I'm not used to hearing anybody else in that cast say it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was a strong, not strong. It was a good idea to end with "damn." Like you start with "fuck," which is like considered the most obscene. It's like the most taboo one we have, and we end with yeah. "damn," but it like still shows all the progression of the censorship and like the ratings and everything involved and just overall what will happen with every swear word mm. yeah definitely definitely i think yeah the, that that's yeah i think that was the point of this series to sort of show that you know swearing isn't actually as bad as everyone thinks it is and then to take us on this journey to through all the bad ones and then get to this 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 one that isn't even considered bad anymore then it yeah it was it's a, it, yeah, it was a really good show, man. It was a really good show. I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I have a few questions for both of you. Mm-hmm. If, if you could continue this series, what swear words do you think should be covered? Which episodes do you oh, think should be added? Okay. 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 So for me, I think crap would be an interesting one to see how, like, the whole cycle of that has happened, if it's been similar to Dam or whether it's been a completely different one. Yes. Uh, the C word, which I will not say because, you know, I'll respect. But I think that would be <laughs> a lot of fun to hear. One, just Nicolas Cage scream it, similar to the fuck episode. I want him to stand up, open his arms and scream that. I think that would be hilarious. And also see, like, whether it's, like, over, like around the world because I know in Australia it's one of the most used terms possible yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and in Britain we we use it as a greeting like yeah we do we do it literally is so um, I think it would be really interesting to delve into that I, I was thinking about this as well when we were when I was watching it I was thinking like but we see the swear words we have I'm not sure whether they translate to an American audience. So like the ones I were thinking of were like twat 
is that as big of a thing in America as it is over here? But like, I know, I know I've heard some people say it like in movies and stuff, but I don't think it's as big a thing. Or like wanker, that's a very British thing. Or knob, that's a very British thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think a British edition of this would be cracking. Um, but I think for American audiences, I don't think there's as many that you could go through. Yeah. Twat, we don't that's not a thing over here. Um Wanker, we say it, but only when we're doing bad impersonations British of British people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We say, you wank- ah. we say that as much as we say uh, governor. We, that's, we say that. <laughs> that's basically the next word in the sentence. Yeah. All right, governor, you're a wanker. <laughs> like exactly that, I'm imagining. Yeah. And they briefly touched upon in the damn episode other swears around the world like there's one in south africa that means like may your fingers turn to fish hooks and may your balls start to itch or something i think <laughs> what that yeah that was it they talked about like i'm i think i missed that bit yeah there was russian swears and then german swears and then the south african ones and that's loosely what it was translated to Oh, wow. That is fascinating. I I, I want to know what that word is, just so I can say it. Yeah, we I think we, we need to rewatch that last people. episode, then, don't we? <laughs> we need to. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be insane. I I do think if there was more examples of how it's different across different countries and different cultures, yeah, because obviously yeah. the c word. I, you guys say, like you say all the time, I've never said it once in my life. I'm certain of that. There's, <laughs> there's no female that I know that would not hit me if I said that word. <laughs> I really want, I really want to hear you say it. No, 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 no. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't, don't say it. <laughs> I, I just really want to, like, I, I genuinely need to, like, the fact that you've never said it in your life just makes me want to hear it more but i also don't want to like ruin your winning streak (laughs) hope that's my that's my uh goal like dying your literal like your kid is there and instead of saying (laughs) something like the treasure's in there and then you die you scream (laughs) that at the top of your lungs but it's kind of like in um, star trek when he says con but with a t on the end Oh my David. <laughs> um, another another section of this show that was really interesting was that it, it was during that the fuck episode how many people actually their last words were were that were the f words mm-hmm. and like Roald Dahl was one I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And just, <laughs> oh, they were going through it and it's like yeah actually that that makes a lot of sense that like that would be last especially if you like die Un, of unnatural causes. If you get shot or something, you're going to be like, oh, oh, jeez, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, you're dead. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to be sat there like, it's not going to be like an action movie where you sit there and like, hold me, Janet. <laughs> I got Just tell the children I love family. them. Family. Yeah, family. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if I recall correctly from what I read earlier, Roald Dahl, yeah, his, his last words were supposed to be like, "I'm glad you're all here. I love you all very much." But then the yeah. the nurse like stabbed him with a needle, but stabbed him in, like the wrong area, and so then his last words were, "Ow, fuck." Yeah, exactly. Like that was the uh, that was the quote. It was literally just like, 
it, it was such a nice moment and that's his official last words <laughs> but the fact that his actual last words his literal final words he ever spoke were ow fuck just makes his books a million times better to me like the idea of charlie and the chocolate factory now is even funnier i don't know why but it is yeah so yeah that's the history of swearing so as is customary um i want both of you to give me your overall rating for the show maybe not each episode just the overall rating for the show and Nicolas Cage's performance in it. Ooh. It's, and so Ooh. a few rules has to be on a one through 10 scale. I do not accept zeros or 11s. Okay. Fair. I'm, I'm hoping you don't accept points. Yep. Oh, nope. If, no decimals, no nothing. Whole numbers <laughs> oh. one through 10. See, David has a big me, thing about decimals. So do you, Xander, because you screamed at me when I mentioned it the last time. <laughs> Listen, let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> let it go. For anybody who hasn't seen that episode of the Filming Podcast, plug, plug, plug. Um, <laughs> basically, I, me and Xander got into a heated argument over a decimal point because he, for some reason, decides to say 7.5 or even 7.4 every now and then. And That's I, not true. I just That's kept, not true. I just kept on like, saying... No, just say either eight or seven, and then he screamed. <laughs> <laughs> it had been a long day, okay? It had been a long day. Anyway, I'd give this a very solid. Um, I feel like this is a this would be a great show to watch if like just just to chill with, you know, have a beer and like if if you're like, oh, have you seen this on Netflix and you watch an episode, you'd be like, oh wow, and then you'd send then someone to go home and then watch the whole thing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling between seven and eight because I think eight's a little too high. I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go seven out of ten for the whole show. It was really good, very interesting, and really funny as well. You know what? No, eight. Screw it. I'll, nice. I'll give it an eight. He, he wanted to do a 7.5 so badly. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go for an eight as well. I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nicholas Cage's moments, although there weren't many, which is the only, like, the main annoyance with this show for me. Like, I was expecting it to be, like, constant Cage, and it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Either yeah. way, it, I still thoroughly enjoyed all of his moments. So, yeah. like, especially the very first bit of him just standing up and screaming. Like, yeah. There's so many meme-worthy quotes from him as well, so I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd give his performance an eight as well. I, I'd, You know what? I'd step, up, I'd step up a notch for his performance because he comes across, he does all the knowledge stuff and he comes across quite well, but then also has, there are so many memes you can take from this. Yeah. So Literally. I'm giving it a nine based on memes. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait for more people to watch this show and we get all of the memes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I would say an eight out of ten for the show is very apt. Um hey, I, there we go. I hope I use that word correctly. Um and Nichols Cage's performance, um, I'd go with an eight out of ten, but it's closer to a nine than it is a seven. Yeah, come on. But there no, we go. No memes. decimals. For the meme. <laughs> no decimals. For the meme. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like Nicolas Cage sort of played a uh, satirical version of himself or portrayed himself more as a caricature in this. 
And I think that's Definitely. what he needs to do in order to save his career. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he wants to do more jujitsus. <laughs> you know jujitsu too. I jujitsu. Oh, oh there god! You go. There you go. Just, just leave and like leave the call. I, I mean, I almost said two ju two jitsu, but I was like, no, I didn't come. That doesn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would have made it so much better. That doesn't quite work, does two, it? Two two um, jitsu. <laughs> All right. Well. uh David, Xander, thank you so much uh, for joining me on this podcast and for this journey. Um, You're very welcome. Thank you for having us. Anytime. Just um, out of curiosity, if someone were interested in seeing more of you two, where would they go to find more? Oh, well, I mean, you, you've got to fly to England first. No, 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 no. We <laughs> can actually get us anywhere in the world. We're available on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, Amazon Music as well. Um, just type in the film me in podcast and we're there with a big orange logo. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we have a lot of fun over there with, uh, yeah, we've got, we just hit our 50th episode, which is crazy. Wow. Doing this for God. Too so long much. Now. Too long. So much. I remember when I hit my 50th, it was a <laughs> grand day. In years of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old do you think he is? <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of spare time to watch a lot of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> well, could be catfishing us with his voice. That's, you know, it's it's true. I could be. You, you'd never know. You'd never know. You've not got face cam. Yeah. We've, we've seen him with face cam, though. <laughs> yeah. the, the viewers don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they don't know we've played Among Us together. Well, now they do. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, I su- um, we're, so, we're so sorry we've done this. We're so sorry. <laughs> I apologize, mate. I don't <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I've got thick skin. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, um, Yeah, thank you. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of the cage. And that's it for this episode of the Ups and Downs of Nicolas Cage. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, give it a good rating on whatever platform you listen to it on because every good rating helps me grow more. Share with your friends and families if you want to. I post every Wednesday. So... Every week, there's going to be something to look forward to. And if you want to stay up to date, follow my Instagram page at Ups and Downs of Nicholas Cage. I look forward to you looking forward to me in the future. So thank you and have a wonderful day.